Simplified Chaos, episode 129. Life is beautiful and full of chaos. And it can get slightly out of hand if that shit's not tamed. We're here to share how to simplify the little things to help you lead a more intentional life. This is Simplified Chaos. This is Simplify Chaos. This is Jillian, one of your hosts. I'm all out of whack because I did it differently. <laughs> and I'm with my co-host and husband, Nicholas. What's going on, folks? Shaka Khan. Yeah. Shaka Khan. I'm a little thrown off, too, because the what's going on is my shit. I was wondering where I got that from. <laughs> I guess you rub off on me. Uh, a little bit. Hope you all are having a wonderful week. We've got another great episode here for you. Sorry we missed last week, but we had some shit going on. But shit. we're coming back this week yeah. and we're coming on strong. Mm-hmm. Jilly, what are we talking about? I don't know what to call this, but I'm just thinking like road trip conversations. Yeah. Maybe. Something along those lines. I feel like we've had a lot of revelations and processing done. Major life decisions on the road. For <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The advantages of road trips. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But before we dive into that, as always, we'd love to show a little gratitude. So Jilly, what are you grateful for this week? Uh, I guess I, so many things to be grateful for. It's hard to pick one. Um, I'm grateful for sparkly glue. Sparkly glue. That's a good one. Yeah. So we've been reading this book. We've been, we just got at the library, which we've been going weekly. So I'm grateful for our local library. You and Lucille. Yes. Lucille and I. And one of the books was like her first day at nursery school. And the little girl is talking about her day and she talks about how she uses sparkly glue and like, you know, just be careful you don't get it on your fingers. Anyway, so we're at the grocery store today, Lucille and I, and we go down the toy aisle and she's like, sparkly glue. And I'm like, oh, it's like from your book. (laughs) And uh, so we picked it up and it was pink, obviously. Of course, of course. (laughs) So we bring it home and it didn't even occur to me like this is her very first experience using glue. So forgetting that, and then being in the moment with her as I'm like showing her how to just do little things like, so you screw it around and you have to, and it's pretty, you need like two hands, two little hands for her. <laughs> I can do it with one hand, but she takes two hands and I'm telling her how to like, you know, put the glue. I mean, there's very many techniques to gluing these days, but I'm all about the corners. So I'm like, okay. all right, let's get the corners and then maybe a drop in the middle, depending on how big it is. And it's like the small, simple shit like you just we just know how to do, but like teaching her and modeling it for her and then watching her do it on her own, it was just so magical. And at first I'm like, man, what's got we... a great teacher. <laughs> I'm like, well, what evidently we... <laughs> a glue expert. <laughs> but uh, and it's funny, you think you need all the things when you're teaching like for crafts, but I'm like, you know, I don't have construction paper. I don't have this. And I'm like, girlfriend and I have painted so much. Yeah. Then I've collected it. And I'm like, why don't I just use reuse her watercolor paintings? And I just cut it into different figures. And she, I was like, what do you want to make? Do you want to make, you know, a tree, a house? And I gave her all these options. And she's like, I want to make a house. I'm like, all right. So I cut out a square and I made a roof. And then I just made windows. And I just kind of spread it all out. And I made a door. And she's placing it where she wants to. <laughs> and then after that, I was like, all right, what else do you want in your picture? And she was like, I want a dad. And I'm like, all right. So I made a dad. I want a girl. I want clouds, I want bees, I want butterflies. So it was like just this beautiful, I don't know how to put words to it. I just forget how awesome it is 
for her to learn new things yeah. and for me to be there to alongside her to watch her develop it and just practice it. I got and to see her imagination in motion and ugh, how she associates things. It's It just affirms all of our decisions that have led us to where we are today to have this space to be able to do this and see it and guide her and just relish in these moments. It's it's just fucking awesome. I don't like relish. <laughs> Damn the pickles. Yeah. They're so good, Nick. Um, but yeah, that is my long <laughs> gratitude. Thank you, Sparkly Glue, for aiding in beautiful memories. I feel like I could be, this could be a great Elmer's commercial. Oh, yeah. Shout out Elmer's. Elmer's. <laughs> yeah. Hit us up if you want some advertising. <laughs> Kidding. <laughs> but seriously, though. <laughs> what about you, babe? Uh, the, like you, there's so many things that I'm grateful for. But uh, I am grateful for the time I had on Friday evening at my fantasy football draft. And this year looked a little bit different than most other years. Uh, usually it's live and in person. And... Most of the people that I play fantasy football with are local to Baltimore, so they all met at a local brewery, and we, me and my buddy who are in, who is lives in Copenhagen, Jesus, I can't talk, my buddy who lives in Copenhagen, he and I were really the only ones on the Zoom call. There was another person, but he was pretty much on mute the whole time because we really didn't know him, but we were we're friendly guys, so we were trying to include him in the conversation, but it was just fun because like... We were on mute and we didn't see any videos. So like it was just him and I talking and you know, he was up at like three thirty in the morning doing this thing, whereas, you know, it's like eight thirty, nine o'clock our time. And he and I were just like the two critics from the Muppets, uh, Statler and Waldorf. And it was just so funny just kind of commentating on the draft with nobody else hearing us, but him and I like commenting and laughing and, and just having silly banter the entire time. I'm sure the the guy who was on there with us was like, Jesus, these two are ass clowns. But, Please uh, tell me one of you are like, <laughs> I mean, we I think we did it at one point because we basically called, us, called ourselves those guys. Um, but it was just cool having that moment and, and having that one-on-one time with him and, and uh, just, you know, being dudes, being I guess. Dudes. Yeah. <laughs> and, and drafting fantasy players in our fantasy football league that's nothing but fantasy and as soon as you say muppets like my heart is melting because i don't even know if i put this if we said this on the podcast but my dream is to have muppets of us and to video record them for our podcast not like, us but the muppets so that's my dream like kenneth from 30 rock yeah where he sees the world in nothing but <laughs> mu- muppets oh, so you can be a muppet of a man oh god i love muppets so much just makes you smile no matter what. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Any Muppet Muppets makers are out cool. there? Let me know. Yes. We need we need your services. <laughs> we need some Muppets of ourselves. <laughs> Anyways, Jilly, we've got a very interesting topic to talk about today because we've made some pretty, I want to say drastic life decisions, but important life decisions. And it really was thanks to us having some time on the road so did you want to set up, paint this picture and then kind of dive into it? Like where sure. we all started. And, you know, this is the reason why we didn't have an episode last week is because we were on a, a little bit of a road trip to see some friends. But go ahead and uh, paint that picture there, Jilly. So we went to go visit some friends that live near Philly. And how many hours would you say? About a four and a half hour and drive. Half. So, you know, we have some time together in a car and... You know, usually we're, we're playing music and interacting with Lucille, but there's this like golden 
stage when Lucille's sleeping or she's just entertained by herself or just looking at the car window. Right. And when, we weren't playing music at the time. We and weren't. I'm, I'm and she was still that. awake too. So I'm grateful for there's no music and we're just together. And there were some topics and decisions kind of lingering above us before we, we got in the car for the road trip that we really... I think we're still processing separately before we actually discussed it and made a joint decision on what we thought. But there was some important, there was some pretty big decisions and just topics to talk that we talked about. And I'm grateful for that opportunity because when you're on a road trip, you're in a confined space yeah. with said person. <laughs> and luckily, I love you so much. And, you know, we live together. So there's a lot of things we have to communicate about. But even when you live in a house with somebody, Sometimes you don't always have that space because one, like you work, I'm watching Lucille. Lucille's not napping much these days and independent play doesn't last so long with her right now. So it's those moments I feel like are. And it has to be the right time too. Like there's times where. Right headspace. Right headspace and, you know, not so much going on. And of course in the car ride, there's really you, the people in the car. Yeah. And the open road. Yeah, so if you have to make some important decisions, just get in a car with someone and, you know, you're yeah. really, you'll have to just process the hell out of it and just, you know. Say you're going to Applebee's and then just drive for five <laughs> hours and get them in the car. <laughs> Kidding, but not really. Don't use Applebee's. I, I, we could do better. I was just no doing mo- movie, movie references. I, I know. What you want to go to from? Applebee's with me? What is it from? Oh, that movie where they have to go to the island couples retreat. Oh, there gosh. you go. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. I do enjoy that. So you want to go to Applebee's with me? Anyways, uh, enough about Applebee's. If and you I'm, want to sponsor. <laughs> kidding. Um, Definitely kidding. I guess I had kind of a couple topics that I wrote down just to remember, to jolt my memory since it was a little bit ago. But one of the most important topics, I think, for me that we had to talk about was um, Lucille's preschool experience. Yes. So this, and I don't know if I talked about it before in previous episodes, so this magical co-op preschool kind of just fell into my lap. I met a friend who told me there was an opening and reading about this co-op preschool on their website, it sounded like it aligned everything to our Mm -hmm. values. Most of their day is spent outside except for when it's storming. Um, Their philosophy was all about play and nature-based and... It wasn't super expensive because it was heavily parent run and, you know, parents have a huge part in just taking care of this school and running it. So it was very affordable. I would be able to connect with other people in the community. Yeah. Lucille would have three, we we had the option of picking three days for three hours. So it was like, I could have this window of time to myself if I wanted to, or if I wanted to work on my blog or just work on my business or just time to myself just to be. And it seemed like this great opportunity for kind of like a school quote unquote experience for Lucille, social experience for me to connect. And it just sounded like a dream. And I'm like, this sounds awesome. And right away I didn't do much thinking. It was kind of like a hell yes. Like everything I knew about it and what I heard, it was like, hell yes. I told Nick about it. Hell yes. I'm like, great. So we get all these emails that are coming in about like, well, if it's a co-op, parents are heavily involved. So co-op parents have to be vaccinated, which we're not vaccinated. So that was a big decision, like, you know, a push to, well, we have to make a decision on that. And we both decided that it was for Lucille's best interest. We yeah. were we were just going to do it. And then we get another email saying they just made a decision that 
um, the kids would have to wear masks outside. So we knew that they would have to wear them inside. But three-year-olds wearing masks outside playing, and they were going to have pods. In September, in 90-degree heat, it just... I mean, and I know there there could be preschools and schools doing that. But for us, like, already I had, like, as soon as Nick told me that and I read the email, I had this giant pit in my stomach. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Like, Which is why we didn't talk about it right away. No, because I was just... It was such a Debbie Downer. Like, the, as soon as I heard that, it just... It really broke my heart because I'm like it doesn't feel like a hell yes anymore. And I was just really looking for, I started like planning dates, like her orientation, you know, we were go, we were getting ready to go to like play dates. So there were all these things that were lining up that I was like super excited about. And then we learned that and I'm like, shit. And Nick read it too. We both read it separate. And Nick was like, did you see that? And I'm like, not yet. And then I read it. Um, but anyway, so we, we both had to process it separately. Yeah. And then when we were in the car, we had some time to think about it. We just had this, really we we were forced to have this conversation like well what are your thoughts what are my thoughts and we both decided that at least for me like I think I was more in love with the idea of the preschool and the reality of the preschool was just not what I this idea that I had with the whole masks outside and I know it may seem very trivial for some people but for me it was just like ah no no you know yeah I mean it's it's a it's a, it was a difficult situation. Um, and I think part of it is like, we're living in such an interesting age, you know, even though that you and I are are very open and we have conversations, like you still don't know what the other person is going to think or say about it. Cause everybody's treating this a little bit differently. And, you know, I, I, our, our views on vaccinations are similar, but we are also a little bit different on as whether or not we really are like absolutely going to get it at this point. And I think the same thing was like masking is like, you know, I think we're aligned, but you know, you never know what the other person's thinking at this point. Yeah. So like, it's just an interesting time to, to have these conversations. Like it's just crazy. We never, we would even think that we would be having to have these kinds of conversations, but you know, yet here we are. And this is the, the day and age that we live in. But it was just one of those things where we're having the conversation. We were, we're in total alliance. Um, ultimately, at the end of the day, it's about what's best for our daughter. And when it comes to that, I think it, that was the one thing that was crystal clear is that you and I are both in very much in alliance with, you know, what we want her experiences to be and, and what's best for her. So like that's very reassuring and, you know, just kind of made that, that whole conversation very easy and, and, you know, seamless. Yeah. And it's not like I want to create this perfect learning environment for her, but I just wanted, I, I, the idea of her playing outside with other kids and having to be masked up, it just broke my heart. I'm like, that's not the experience that I want her to get for her first school experience. Like, I mean, she's cool wearing a mask when we go in the store and stuff like that. And I was like, I don't think, I think she's going to be cool if like going inside. Like I totally get that. But the science behind what we know with outdoors and the, like the virus, and there's like some other science things going on that we're reading, you know, the, what we get our input from. And I'm right. like, just doesn't make sense. And I know it's parent run. So the parents decided that are in like the board, I don't know what they call it. And they were so great when I told them like, listen, we, we loved everything about the school. And unfortunately we're gonna have to withdraw our op- application because we really don't want Lucille to be masked, masked up outside. And 
I don't know if other parents are pulling up too, but she just seemed very like, I understand, like, we'll let you know when things get a little bit, you know, more laxed and, you know, just, I can keep you posted when things change. And I was like, that would be great. So I love how understanding they are and the fact that it's an option in the future, but it was definitely like a hard shift from our first reaction to like this preschool. And it was like, I had this revelation that in the beginning, something could be such a big hell yes. And like all our values are aligned, but then one tiny thing can throw it all out of whack and you have to go back and readjust and kind of, I think that's the hardest part is like knowing it was such a good decision to begin with and then realizing that maybe it's not and then changing the direction. I think that was the hardest part, but knowing that this is for a purpose, um, I'm getting excited just talking with you in the car about it. Just kind of planning out our own like we call, I call it free range learning like <laughs> you know with boundaries but I'm already like creating quote unquote some kind of like cool curriculum for Lucille with like designated days with themes and like coming up with monthly units in a way and I'm getting like reinvigorated in like my teaching wearing my teaching hat which is super exciting so that is like a cool pivot just for me to get more into gear and like the teacher slash mom with Lucille and I think in the beginning I was trying to step back from that just to see how Lucille would be in the school setting but obviously it's not in the cards for her right now and I'm excited to see where this starts it's like a little preview of like homeschooling and yeah I mean I saw the way it got your creativity (laughs) your creative juices flowing like you were already coming up with themes for days and stuff like that and I was just like you're so gifted when it comes to that and it it was just really cool just you thought about it and then you're like running it by me and I'm just like, man, how do you, how do you do that? So like seamlessly and easy. And and, oh, and so it was I just very it. cool seeing you getting excited about that. And, you know, we're, we're being very, as, as is everybody, we're, we're being nimble right now. And we're, we're constantly making adjustments based on the information that we have based on the decisions that other people make. So like, there's just all of these things that, um, you know, are happening and, and, and we're all experiencing it. You know, we're all adjusting on a daily, sometimes hourly basis. And, you know, it's, we've been doing it for a year and a half and, and it can be exhausting at times, but at the same time, you know, when, when you're aligned in your values, you're aligned in your family's values, like it, it, it kind of makes these things a little bit easier. So, um, it's just great that we can have these conversations and, you know, we've got, We've had other long trips, road trips coming up and, mm-hmm. you know, we, we had one this past weekend and it's just really great just to be able to sit there and be forced to talk to you. Yeah. And that was a joke, folks. Uh, oh, sorry. I was, but no, seriously, thinking, the piggyback on what you said about like, just the, during this pandemic, like people being nimble, I think out of everything the pandemic has taught me, I feel like our let go muscle has been stronger than ever. Yeah. I mean, we've let go of comfort of our hometown, of our house. We let go proximity, like so many things we had to let go of this year. I think that has prepared us like for- Elsa from frozen <laughs> just, and I, we probably talked about let go before, but it is such an important skill that has helped us just live a life more aligned to our values because mm-hmm we've started small letting go of like physical things you know things that aren't serving us you know it could be a piece of furniture like things that you might seem like that's not a big deal but man doing those little things and building up to leave to let go and go into a different direction it's just 
I'm grateful for what the pandemic has brought in that aspect because I think that's what makes it easier to make decisions that seem really exciting in the beginning and then you're like, shit, this doesn't align. Like, I feel like we've had a ton of practice with just communicating about, all right, these are our values. This is what lines up with that. If it doesn't, then we just got to set our boundaries. Yeah. I think that's really difficult, but I think we're getting stronger as a unit and tripod um, <laughs> because of all the things that are not in our control. And we're like, well, we got to figure it out anyway and right. adjust. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is not something that we just learned. It's it's something that we've been really mindful about for, I would say, at least five or six years at this point. Um, you know, we didn't start podcasting about it until two and a half years ago, but it's been something that's been a long time in the making. Like we knew that we wanted to live a life that is more minimal, very intentional, simplistic, and and all the practice that we've done over the past five or six years has really made things a little bit easier for, for us, at least as, as a family and as a couple. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm grateful that we've, we started early um, and have been able to just kind of ebb and flow with the ups and downs that, that life has been um, mm-hmm. tossing at us recently so and it's never too late to start it's never too late to start absolutely mm. so yeah we've got another road trip coming up here uh we're heading to Asheville. actually we will be driving to Asheville the day that this is released so on thursday yeah. and we're gonna be he- heading there for a couple of days and then heading over to charlotte to see some friends and then coming back on on labor day on monday so you know really looking forward to having some more in-depth conversation with you about our lives some silence some listening to music i'm sure we're gonna hear nothing compares to you by like 10 times on this road trip yeah you by know, capital in, cities by version. capital cities oh my God. yeah that's our jam these days lucille. that is lucille's jam favorite song <laughs> over and over which is fine it, it could be a lot worse oh for it could sure. be a lot worse could be like baby shark or something oh god <laughs> Don't even go there. It's funny because she just like sings Lincoln Park songs now, like when she's not even in the car. I'm like, <laughs> our girl, Capital Cities, Lincoln yeah, Park, she is, The Weeknd. Man, this kid is super cool. She's got <laughs> such an eclectic taste in music, but so do her parents, mm-hmm. which is awesome. But yeah, no, there's the, the, the car is a magical place and can be a, a, a great place for just having really open and honest conversations about you know, what's going on in life. I mean, it doesn't have to be too serious or it can be super serious, but you know, ultimately, you know, road trips are, are good for the soul. It's like therapy for couples. Yeah. It just, you're forced to talk and it's either that or a uh, padded room with padded bats. Oh gosh. And it's also a great <laughs> opportunity for just planning too. I know we briefly talked about, I think I brought up like, you know, our anniversary is coming. And I think sometimes in the days just go by fast and you know event you know things are coming but sometimes you may not take the time to actually talk about it and be like hey do you want to do something special do you want to go away and so our anniversary is coming up in october and i just yeah. brought up just a simple question like what do you think about going away just us two and of course you're like yeah let's do it so even just asking you that simple question kind of put into the works all right let me make sure we have babysitters so i was like texting and communicating then and i'm like writing a list of like possible places and which led to later on like me solidifying some things and like now we're going to boulder colorado for kind of like our anniversary celebration so not only did we make some important decisions but we had some future planning like and it couldn't be better timing yeah 
Because our Southwest points from last year's canceled oh. flights expire before the end of this month or before the end of September. So like we we were going to do this trip in October, but we we're like, all right, well, let's not be completely out of money. So we, we moved it up to September, which is perfectly fine. Like end of yeah. September in Denver sounds awesome. Um, so yeah, no, that was, that was what, what, uh, what year are we on Jill? Top of your head. Seven? Go. Good job. Yay. Seven <laughs> years. Crazy. Yeah. I'm still not your longest relationship. No, you're not. We're going to have mm-hmm. to do it big mm-hmm. when we get, wait, my longest is 10. So maybe oh, we'll just wow. do, we'll do big in 11 just because that okay. will be, like, we passed okay. it. <laughs> well, we will be on 10 years next year as far as like when we started dating. Oh, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. No. So I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll at least tie that. So we've been together mark. nine. Okay. Yeah. So we okay. started dating in 2012. Yeah, so we can do something big um, two years from now. We were like then. official, official nine years ago. Like it was Labor Day weekend when we had our, our little getaway to Winchester. Our consummation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I know, folks, this is boring stuff uh, to you. I'm kidding. I hope it's not. But uh, yeah, we're uh, heading to, to Denver. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. I love just the flexibility and freedom of just traveling more and it's really exciting and i just can't i sometimes i keep pinching myself like we're here we're here we're like we're able to travel more like we have all these new accessible places that we can drive to like we went on that really cool day trip yesterday and it's it's just really i'm just very grateful now we just got to find another day trip from when we come back come back when we get back from Asheville. we'll be away this weekend Mm-hmm. We just need to find other weekend trips. They're fun. They are. Yeah. They are blessed. And if you guys have any really cool destinations that you're like, you think would align to what we like. I mean, if you've been listening for how many years now? Two? Two and a half. Three, two and a half. You probably know we like good food, good cocktails, mountains, hiking, nature, things outdoors. We're pretty open. We're pretty yeah. open-minded. So if you guys have any recommendations, Let shoot us them our know. way. Yeah. But yeah. All right, Jilly. Okay. Do you have any uh, resources for any? I do. Road trip resources. Road trip resources. (laughs) Can't get enough of those. Uh, So I found this blog post and it was 10 empowering reasons to take a road trip. And I thought I would share three of them because I felt like it was super aligned to the advantages that we saw out of our road trip. Do it. So one of them was take a chance for self-reflection. Travel gives you a much needed opportunity to really get back to who you are what makes you tick, and potentially rediscover parts of yourself that have been lost in the hustle and bustle of everyday life back home. There's nothing quite like a long drive on an open road to clear the mind. Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. Another one was, get to know your traveling companions. Along with self-reflection, traveling with others also gives you a chance to get to know your companions a little or a lot better. Whether you're traveling with a new partner, a longtime love, members of your family, or a group of friends, spending long periods of time together shows you what each person is really like, and of course, how compatible you are together. It's a great way to see what makes other people tick, test relationships, learn, and grow together. And I think this applies to anybody and everybody because marriage is not, it's not a one day thing. We're married and we're good to go. It's like hella practice every single day. So... If anything, like traveling is just, I think, helping our marriage overall. So thank you for getaways and all of our traveling experiences because I think that's definitely aiding to us. Absolutely. Communicating more too. Hell yeah. Okay. The last one I have is 
It re-energizes, recharges, and refreshes. We all need time to relax and unwind for the sake of positive life balance. Taking a trip away gives our minds and our bodies a chance to let go of everyday stressors. It's about saying yes to doing things that we enjoy, slowing down, and taking care of ourselves. Sometime out helps you come back refreshed, ready to take on the world again. After all, we can't run 110% all the time and need to take notice of what we need a much needed breather. Hell yeah. So yeah, and I will put that in the show notes. Thought that those were were good ones. And there's more on there if you want to check out the rest. Definitely. No, those were three great ones. You're going to want to definitely check out the last seven. Mm. All right, Mm -hmm. Julie. How about that quote of the day? Okay. Man, I found three. Three? Are you going to choose one or are you going to... No, I'll, I'll just choose two. Oh, two, okay. <laughs> can I choose two? You can choose two. Okay. This one is by I'll allow it. Douglas MacArthur. We are not retreating. We are advancing in another direction. WW2. I don't know what that means. Douglas MacArthur. Oh, gosh. He was a general. Was he? Yeah. I didn't know that. That makes we're sense. Not retreating. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like processing it like that makes sense but i thought it applied to like us like backing out of you know yeah no that was that was a hell of a quote i love it it's a hell of a quote hell of a quote you know i'm a historian (laughs) i forget i'm like specializing an acronym for something other than the war (laughs) good old doug he and i go way back (laughs) oh man people are probably like jill's dumb It's it's almost nine o'clock, y'all. My brain has officially shut down. Um, and you got fourteen minutes. <laughs> Man, I thought you were my cheerleader, Boo. Oh, I always You're am. Just stop it on me. Anyway, the <laughs> the <laughs> the last quote. Get to know your uh, quote. <laughs> good gravy. All right. I don't do any research on my quotes. Know. You know this. Yeah. You know. This. You find good ones, and you're like, let's do it. Let's do it. The last one I really enjoy is too. I uh, really enjoy too. There's. It didn't say who it was from, but it just says, change is worthless if it's going in the wrong direction. Must be the scorpions. Had, Winds uh, of change. What? Nothing. Some people will get this. What is it from? It's a song, Winds of Change. That's by the scorpions. And you never sing any of it. No, I'm not going to sing that God, one. Look it up, it, folks. This is horrible radio. Yeah. You should be singing it. I was just trying to guess who who said the quote instead of anonymous, hip <sighs> hop anonymous. Anyway, that really stuck with my soul <laughs> because I think sometimes we're so apt to do something new and change that when it doesn't work out, it's like it's we sometimes we force through it. And we're like, no, this was a good decision in the beginning. We got to keep going, but just did not align to what we believed in. And uh, yeah, I'm just gonna end it there, so you won't make fun of me anymore. Well, we got a take action challenge. What's our take action challenge, Nick? Get in the car. Take a trip. Talk get shit into out. into my car. Yeah. Billy Oceans. Or is it get out of my dreams and into my car? Which, what is it? Damn it. Get out of my dreams. Get into my car. <laughs> I was having See, a complete now, now brain now fog. See, now you put that on yourself. That wasn't even I, me. I just wanted to sing. I didn't even care if I said the words right. <laughs> oh, Jilly. At least I, I, I you so much. Thank you. <laughs> Just being myself. Absolutely. Well, before we sign off today, you're going to want to mark September 16th on your calendars because Jill is going to be interviewing a very, very special guest. I'm not going to announce it today. We're going to give you a cliffhanger. But let's just say you're not going to want to miss this one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm super excited. September 16th. Mark it on your calendars. It's going to be a good one. Yes. 
And do us a favor. If you like this episode, please, please, please help us spread the message. You can do this by writing review or simply by sharing this episode with a friend. And remember, sharing sparks a conversation. Conversation leads to action. And action is how we're able to live a happy and intentional as hell lifestyle. We want to thank you all for listening today. And we will see you again next week. See y'all later.